The fireplace is great. I love the books in it. That's a cute. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm just lighting all the books on fire. When did you first move here from Ireland? We'll start from the beginning. Hilarious comic, Katie Boyle here on the Ted Jones World Podcast. Thank you so much for coming in. Are you trying to look like how to Am hold I hold it? That's right. You know what? I feel like you can just kind of hold it whatever whatever makes you comfortable. Wow, okay, great. I guess don't really go so close to the, the connector. But besides that. Just enjoy yourself while holding the Perfect. microphone. Um, eight years ago in like a couple of days. Like on Thanksgiving, it'd be eight years ago. Or oh. maybe the day before or the day. I'm not sure. The 23rd, 24th. And what made you come over to New York? Was it just comedy? No, no. I came to do art. So not that I'm calling comedy art, but some people would. But <laughs> like actual visual art is what I did in college, like sculpture and installation and stuff like that. So... I came to do that, and I interned at MoMA, but then I stayed for comedy. Okay, and were you planning on getting into comedy when you came over here, or it was no. just all art-focused? All art-focused. Interesting. You weren't like a theater person in high school in Ireland? No, no. Didn't even like public speaking or doing presentations or anything like that. What was the switch? Uh, I just saw, you know Maria Wojcikowski? I know that name. She, she isn't doing a lot right now because she just had a baby, but I saw her doing a show at Over the Ape. This is obviously before it closed down. So this was like nearly eight years ago, but um, and she was just really funny and she killed it and she was the only woman on the lineup and yeah, I just felt inspired. I was like, oh, I didn't, I just didn't watch a lot of stand-up at home and I hadn't seen a lot of female comedians. I had seen Maeve Higgins, but not in stand-up, just like on funny shows in Ireland. So I didn't know any female comedians who were like living off it now maria wasn't either at the time but i was just kind of like oh this is so great like she crushed it i saw you on a show like three and a half weeks ago and you were also the only female comic on the show oh what show was, so that, was that again that was uh the fresh towel show at the east village moxie remember that you were the, the only east female on it. oh yeah there was like a towel on the tv screen a towel on the tv screen I do not I, You do that. a lot of shows so I'm, i wouldn't <laughs> take offense to you not knowing what i'm talking about no but it was in the hotel east village some show mark G- uh jugard G- oh i was show. thinking was it that but yeah, then when you said yeah, a yeah. towel on the tv show i was like i do not remember no yeah that. they put it they put a towel over the tv it's just for like the i, I guess the banner that. of the show i know like it took me until like the third or fourth comic to fully notice it i was like oh that was clever oh, put a fresh so towel funny. on the tv so funny so what have you been getting into i guess within like the last six months and then things that are coming up in 2023 in terms of comedy um, I taped a special and recorded an album, so I, I that just I guess it's a long process with them editing it, which I didn't realize because with the special they use like seven different cameras. So yeah, just wait for that to come. When out. did you first record that? The ooh, when was it? Oh, the end of September. Okay, and then do they have a specific date that they're giving you yet? Like February, March. They said it just takes time. They're obviously doing like loads of people's as well, so it's that's fine. There's no pressure on it. But yeah, that was kind of really the big thing. And that was at New York Comedy Club? Yeah. And that was a full hour, right? Yeah, I did 90 minutes, but obviously oh, only wow. an hour will be for... Yeah, because I didn't have an opener or host. I just went up and did crowd work myself just to get as many clips to promote it. Very and cool. then I did an hour-ish of material, a little over an hour. How long did it take for you to get to, I mean, I guess to that 90 minutes, but you said like 30 of it was crowd work, you think? Yeah, like 20 up top and then 10 minutes Q&A at the end, so. And you had been building that for eight years or was this like your second or third hour that you did? Oh, no, this is my first taped hour. So, yeah, it's all bits over the last eight years, but not all of it, you know, just stuff for that. For a lot of album. stuff from like growing up in Ireland? Um. Yeah, yeah, some stuff from... Yeah, some stuff for my dad or my parents, but 
Not really. Not a lot from growing up in Ireland. Just my personal family experience. How different is it comparing Ireland and New York? Um, well, New York is different to all of America anyway. Um, but yeah, it's completely different. You grew up in a city in Ireland or suburbs? I grew up in the suburbs and then my dad lives on a farm. But um, it, like it's just different in every way. Do you know, like firstly everything's open all the time like in Ireland most of the places are closed on Sundays and then uh, they close earlier you know so here it's just like like you think that's great when you move over and then you're exhausted they should have days where things are like <laughs> things like it's settled down yeah, earlier does yeah. it get dark there pretty early um yeah like seven or eight it depends on the season we right, have seasons like, too yeah, right like in New York it's dark outside it's like 4 p.m yeah, right now yeah so and then obviously like sex here is very like more in your face than at home and there's a lot more like people are more open about what they do sexually like as in you can go to these kink places or you can go to sex like sex parties or sex clubs oh it's and they don't have that really in Ireland they, uh, they do it's just quiet about it you know and it wouldn't be as much no god no it's like, I don't, I'm sure they have a sex club, but like, I'm sure you need to, it'd be like figuring out who's in the Illuminati. Here. Do you know what I mean? It's like hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like it exists, but we don't really know where it exists. Yeah, yeah. They're That's not, funny. I like strip clubs are more open here, do you know? Yeah. So all of that stuff for like burlesque, for example, I feel like maybe Ireland's getting more open with all that stuff. But yeah, or like even like sex stores, there's not a lot of sex stores. Like here you walk down some of the streets, like where we're living. Between this street and my house, there's like, like a five or six more easy because especially like that that strip, it's like every second store is a sex store. Yeah, it's like the sex district. It's so yeah. interesting. It's so funny. Now the stereotype of people drinking a lot in Ireland is that true? Um, yeah, yeah, but I'd say like it's because we're kind of bored. It's not like a like you guys have so much options of things to do. Do you know? You mean like drugs wise? Or like things no, to like, do fun wise. I mean, fun wise, you still you drink too much, okay? Because you have so much option fun wise. There's so much stimulant here that you probably shouldn't need to do as many drugs or drink as much as you guys do. But in Ireland, there's not a lot to do, so you just go to the pub and you go meet to the your pub, friends. Right, right, right. But have they don't. Irish people don't drink as much as you guys. Like in my as much New Yorkers. So I used to daytime bartend, and people would be getting drunk from like early morning. Do you know? And lots of people coming in, and it's part of the culture to drink every night. Whereas in Ireland, it's more of a weekend binge. How often were you working at that bar when you moved here? For years. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah, And what was that experience like? Did you enjoy it? Was this like something that you could see yourself potentially like becoming a bartender at like a nicer and nicer spot? Something like that? The no. bartender hierarchy? No, the bartender hierarchy is just a little obnoxious here. Um, but... But I also, then I did watch that, like, mixologist show, and it is, like, fun. <laughs> Wait, which one? Which one? Uh, it's, like, Drink Masters. Oh, okay. And they I've are really talented. Right. But no, I didn't want to be like a... I did work as a mixologist in a cocktail bar, but it was like not like a fancy cocktail bar. Well, what were some of the drinks that you were making that were like extravagant type drinks? Uh, just ones they made up. But it oh, was like yeah. just like versions of old fashioned or like... They're like, like, I'll have a downtown Manhattan. Yeah, it's like an old fashioned just with like bacon in it oh, or something yeah, yeah. like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So yeah, but um, no, I did never want to be a full-time bartender. Like, I mean, if you're a full-time bartender, you make more than most people in the city right that's so what i was thinking that's like, what i was like people sometimes i think actually want to pursue it as like yeah. a full-time passion but it's just you're on your feet and then you're like missing out on those nights out. like i know we miss yeah, out totally. anyway with shows yeah. but right. we're still done by a certain time 
and I love that way more whereas you're not I don't know you're just con- like eight nine hours on your feet constantly dealing with customers and just people shout at you yeah, getting sick and I do feel sorry for mixologists who like love what they do and they, they're kind of like chefs and then they're just like these drunk people being like oh, I'll have whatever the fancy Manhattan and then just spilling it all over the place so yeah no did you get your license your bartender's license no okay yeah that's just weird that's just lies Hey, yeah, what? What do you mean in terms of people have to people get it? Because people come in and be like looking for jobs, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I just finished bartending school, yeah. I have bartending <laughs> license." Like I'm like, "That's useless." That. That's so funny. So, what year in moving to New York did you get into comedy? Was it like as soon as you moved here? Six months in, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, maybe less. Did you have somebody who you were like going around with initially, or were you doing mics? Like, how did you get to the point where you're at now? Um, originally, I was going around with like. I just gone to the creek in the cave and then um the long island city one. yeah yeah and like originally it was like people i was doing mics with were like eagle wit and um andre d thompson and those lads uh, originally but then um or jack comstock i don't know if you know him sure. but anyway yeah yeah just you just went and it just yeah i just started it straight uh i well no i did a show that was for audience members could tell a joke so I did that, and then the host said that audience members never do that. It's always open mic comedians will come up and do it. So he was like, oh, you should do this. And then the next day I started doing it, and that was it. Just like You're I started. Like one of the first audience members that actually went up. And yeah, did he was like, like everybody else is like a comedian who tries That's to. That's amazing. Who just isn't booked on the show. So, but I just didn't have a clue about any of that. And then, uh, yeah, just started doing mics and um, started running a show a month in. And that was, yeah, and then ran a couple of other shows. But yeah, it was that was kind of I just just liked it a lot when I started it and that's a great way to get in the mix you know like starting a show and then having all these people do your show is a great way to do it so yeah sure you know. and I felt like I didn't know a lot about comedy I don't know I still like people will be talking about comedians and I'll be like oh I have to fucking google that later but, <laughs> so it wasn't like influenced by anybody in a way and then secondly like pe- people move here from other states and they were like big fish and then they come here in their little pond and they have a real ego hit I didn't have any of that. So I was kind of, um, what's the word, like oblivious to a lot of stuff for so long. Which In a was good way? Really good. Because right, 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 then right. I could just work on it, get good. I didn't, wasn't worried about people. I didn't know that New York was the place where you get seen. So you should, you, like everybody oh, else wow. is like worried. That's nice to not know that. Yeah, you yeah. You know, so like you come to the big pond and you're like, oh, no worries. You're swimming yeah, in the pond. Yeah. You were good with it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'll just work hard at this. And so Were you ever going to go back to Ireland? Or like you found this comedy bug six months in and you're like, I'm staying here. Yeah, that was it. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have stayed if it wasn't for comedy. Well, how was your living situation in those first six months or first year? Like your first apartment, how was it? Awful. It was because uh, we don't have bed bugs in Ireland. So, oh my God, you were first introduced like in New York. Yeah, because the bed bug capital. I know it's horrific. That's like stuff of like they tell like as horror stories. Yeah, like your home. next door neighbor had it and you might not have it, but you also might have it. Yeah, it's, it's like the STD without having sex. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> without the enjoyable part, potentially. Yeah. So we, I moved in with three other Irish people. One of them, she was here to like find her long lost father's family type of thing. Like she'd never really known her father. So she was on like... Side this, note, did she? I don't know. She was going through a bit of a rough time. So I didn't really keep up contact with right. her. Well, she, she was, can write in if she's listening. Tedjones.gmail.com yeah, or Katie Boyle on Instagram. Yeah. But then um, <laughs> we were also living with this couple who would fight all the time. And they were like throw stuff at each other. It was like really intense. But uh, they said they were going to get a bed off Craigslist. I mean, the other girl were like, don't because you get bed bugs. And they did anyway. 
how many got bed bugs from that that oh night i saw the bed bugs i like slept gosh. on the kitchen table because like i've never we've heard about bugs in ireland but they'd be like they wouldn't be like this like you guys are like little like creatures yeah how did you find these roommates uh, Craigslist? no he was like an irish person back home said it to my grandmother that she knows someone who's looking for someone to move in so they brought in a used mattress to your apartment that had bed bugs on it yeah and then we all got bed bugs and we had to like fumigate the place my window fell off at one point from the apartment um they got mice as well in their room because and this is like third floor but like when you open i came home one night and they were all standing on the chairs in the kitchen table <laughs> and i was like what's wrong and they were like oh we have mice the dance party yeah yeah and then i said where's what are you talking about they said the mice is in their room so this is the couple who also got to bed but when i looked in their room there was pizzas and pizza boxes and oh like trash my. all over the floor and I'm like, yeah, no wonder. Like, use your fucking head. Clean this shit up. Like, so. And you were still able to finish the full year in the apartment? Like, the landlord or somebody didn't no. like, kick you out or something? Oh, no, they finished. I left. I just got someone else to, like, sublease it or Sublease. I know I'm going to hell, but whatever. Wow. And then how was your experience after that an apartment situation yeah, in the New next, York? Yeah, the next place was great. Um, I didn't have air conditioning, though, so that was like, I was like in a pool of sweat. I, I brought got my mattress fumigated and then I put like a bed bug protector on it. So then the next place I was in, we didn't have air conditioning. We were on the third floor and it was just really, really hot during that summer but then because i was sleeping on like even though there was a sheet over it there was still plastic it was like cold plastic no it would make it sweat more oh, it was like no. yeah it was awful so <laughs> you take it like cold shower at 4 a.m yeah it was not nice but then then when the next place i moved in oh then i moved in i was like living with like six lads that was a nightmare and yeah the one time they were like over the kitchen sink trying to build a fly contraption because they couldn't understand why there were so many flies but it wouldn't occur to any of them just to fucking wash their dishes so like throw out stuff yeah yeah yeah. they were just kind of dirty young lads and then i moved in with two other lads and then i moved into a story and that was great but now i live with my boyfriend but the story the story place was fine except for we got cockroaches and so I'm going to look like I'm the problem now. No, no, it's just animals in the city that have, and they haven't gotten to you at your current apartment. So yeah, there you no. go. So there, so you're, you've improved. And we have a cat now as well. So he's, Oh, there you go. But the cockroaches place, that was the neighbor next door. She would leave her door open the whole time. And she was a, what's the word where you collect? Hoarder. Hoarder. Yeah. You could see the boxes and boxes of cereal basically spilling out. And you, you, you could see a cockroach. Like I'd walk up and I'd see him like, like as if he'd packed a little suitcase and was like trying to move over to my apartment. You'd like, you'd see them walk across. Brought some leftovers with him. Yeah, little fucker. So, and then every time we tried to get like a fumigator in, it was like the landlord was really cheap and he'd just get, like one time he got this random older man. He was like a, he was definitely an older Latin man. Um, and his, he was so sweet, but he might have been sniffing the fumes a bit too much because he sprayed it all but then he asked me to do like a meditation with him and asked me to do like and he was obviously religious <laughs> this religious meditation and then he like asked me to stick out my tongue with my eyes closed but i did the meditation anyway because it won't be rude you did the tongue out with your eyes closed yeah and then my my boyfriend at the time was like why would you why would you do that and i was like well it's either like i'm just gonna go with it and see so yeah. like what if he snaps and murders me and then I just felt like sorry, you know, because he's just like this little old man. And what was the meditation though? Uh, just like some weird angel prayer to keep you safe. So, oh, so after he fumigated it, he was like angel prayer now. He, yeah, he was just like, oh, I just want to give you this. I feel like a good energy from you. I want to give you this prayer. And um, 
Yeah, I don't know. All my friends are Latin as well, and I lived with Latin girls, so I don't know. I just was like, oh, he's a nice little Latin man. I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe if he was like an older white American guy, I might have been like, I don't know. Are you gonna stop me? But then, me? did you end up? <laughs> did you end up getting good vibes from that apartment? No, I left that apartment. Oh, okay. So, but I haven't died. <laughs> I haven't died yet. Yeah, so. you're good. And we got yeah, that. We got the wood. crystal. We got the crystals here from Amazon on the table. I don't know. Uh, apparently, those rose quartz crystals are good. I'm into it, I guess. Are you into crystals? Uh, someone gave me a crystal once and I keep it just to be safe. Yeah. So you're safe. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if any of it's true. Yeah, I don't know either, but we've been uh, we've been good so far. I had so much. I, I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but I had so much seaweed before you came over and I'm just feeling like a seaweed. You ate the seaweed? Yeah. You ever eat seaweed? No. It's good. Yeah. Like the seaweed from sushi type, but like the stuff that they wrap it in, and you just eat it plain with like little spices on it. It's oh, good. It's really good for you. It's light. Yeah, yeah. Now I just feel like a seaweed. What'd you have for lunch on a lighter note? Uh, just a sandwich with fake cheese and tomato. You're vegan? I just don't eat dairy. I like that. So I'm, I'm fully vegan. Oh, so wow. I have fake cheese fees. Oh. I guess they call it all the time. I like the fake cheese. The cashew yeah. one is really good. Oh, it is super good. Cashews are like my favorite nut too. Or the fake feta. That one's amazing. I don't think I've ever had fake so feta. Good. What, you put that like in a salad? Yeah, it doesn't actually taste anything like feta. It tastes more like a creamy cheese. Like it's it's kind of marketed wrong, but it's really good. Like a cream cheese type bagel? Like um, like a thick, I don't know how to explain it, but it's not like feta. It's like some other cheese. Yeah. What kind of stuff do, or what's like the main food that people eat in Ireland? Is there like um, a country food that people eat all the time? Um, no, I mean, the obvious answer is potatoes, but I do feel across the board people do eat a lot of potatoes. That, that's like my favorite food, French fries. Yeah, plus potatoes you can live off. Uh, it has all your vitamins. That's why Irish people really? survived off it. And then and that's why they died when there was the blight because um, all of their other food was being exported to the Brits. So, but yeah, but they survived off it because you could literally survive off a potato. And for how long were people surviving off of potatoes for? Um, as soon as the Brits took over because they started exporting all of their other foods. So even during the famine when they exported the food, like a lot of the, all the other their Irish people were still growing other food, but the Brits would take that. So they just three-quarters of the population either died or emigrated. Can you talk a little bit about this, the famine? What yeah. year was this? Like this is like the 1776 or something. Let me Google the actual year, year because I can't. It's like 17. So you can live off a potato fully because it has all those nutrients and vitamins. And I mean, it, it makes sense. Oh, sorry. I said it totally wrong. It's 1845. So not as long as I thought. Okay. <laughs> but seven, yeah, 1845. So, oh my God, my history is so bad. But yeah. <laughs> You're good. You got it. I thought it was way longer ago. Jesus. Um, but yeah, the Brits came in the 1600s and took over and that was it. You know, um, the word boycott comes from Ireland. Why? Because so when the with the Brits occupation, what they did was they would come in, they take over your land and then they would have like a landlord. And, and so the Irish people were like subservient, if that makes sense. And there was one landlord and his name was something boycott. His last name was boycott. Oh, he's no a British guy. He was a British guy. And he raised the rent so high that Irish people, there was no way they were going to be able to like afford that. So um, they just started to ignore him like everybody who lived on his land oh so they're gonna last name him they're gonna boycott him yeah yeah and they would just pay the original rent no and they just kept ignoring him and it was like literally late he he hired british soldiers to come and like try to intimidate irish the, people the landlord did. yeah but they were just like you can intimidate us but we don't have the fucking money so we'll pay the original but that's it and then it kept going on and he was spending so much money on these soldiers 
hiring them that he was at a loss. So then he just went back to the original. Did he have, uh, what was the guy's name? Something boycott. I don't know, like James we, Boycott or did Jack they ha- or something. Did he have like a monopoly on all the land and like buildings in Ireland at the time? You no, know, just in this certain town. Like he was just a landlord of a certain town that he had taken over or he'd been given. What happened to him? He just went back then to getting the normal rent and the the birth, <laughs> and then, the birth the put it in the English came, came dictionary. Back after. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they were like, oh, so this is to boycott. So it was like later that year they put it in the dictionary. Huh. Yeah. Lynching Fun as fact. well comes from Ireland. What's that? So, where did that come from? Yeah, yeah, so obviously, like, obviously, a lot of um, uh, Americans did that to black people here, which is absolutely awful. But the original name comes from Ireland because there was a. Uh, irish mayor i guess of a town or governor and his son murdered somebody and he and their last name is lynch and he hung him because he was like not even my son gets away with crimes here and so he He hung his son yeah so he hung his son and but that's called lynch his last name is lynch and so that's where the word comes from yeah two not great words no Bad meaning, but that's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, boycotting's cool, though. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, you be like, yeah I'm boycotting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool that it comes from, yeah, people who are being taken advantage of. That's true. So going back to um to talking about stand-up for a second. So uh, Ireland, when's the last time you were over there performing? Oh, not for three years. I haven't performed there since the pandemic. I've been back home, but they had a lot of places were closed down in the pandemic, and then... The last time I was home, I just wanted to see family. And again, everything was closed at eight last time I was home. So, oh no, I lie. The last time I was home was only home for a few days. So that's why and it was like a quick trip. But I'll be back at Christmas and I'll be doing gigs. Oh, then. amazing. And yeah. is your whole family over there? Or do you have some family here in the States too? No, they're all there. We have like distant, distant cousins here. Like a great, great, a great grandfather's brother emigrated here. My great grandfather did as well, but he ran someone over with his taxi by accident. It was like a drunk American and they didn't like Irish people at the time. So they like booted him back to Ireland. Or well, they didn't boot him back. I think he went, ran back before you get in trouble for it. Because he wouldn't have gotten like a fair trial or whatever. Yeah, 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 true. I mean, like he'd probably just be like arrested for like killing somebody, but they might might not have listened to the fact that the guy was drunk and yeah. So, but okay, well, in going back then, <laughs> to, in going back to Ireland, <laughs> yeah. how long are you gonna be there for? Uh, two uh, weeks. What kind of stuff are you doing? I'll just be doing my like showcase stuff, or just you? Just me. Like I'll headline two rooms, and they call it like having your solo show. But for one of them. Tori Piskin will open because she's going to be in town. Oh, nice. And my boyfriend will do a spot. Your, your whole family's going to come? And my dad will come for sure, yeah. Have they seen you do comedy before? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like a bunch of times, so it's grand. When's the last time they were in New York? Uh, my dad came like a few years ago, so like four years ago or something, I think, maybe five years ago. But they grew up in Ireland, your mom and dad? They all live in Ireland, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Do you want to raise a family there? In Ireland? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I would be afraid of my kid getting shot here. So Really? And, and that's not to make light of the situation. That's a real legitimate fear. Even when I'm in the cinema, I'm afraid. Like, we were in the movie theater the other night, and a guy just came in and was just standing at the edge. And I legit thought, okay, this like is it. in the it. front? He walked to the yeah, front? Yeah, yeah, And then he left. I guess he just this worked there. This is it. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's not a fear I have back home. And then uh, there's healthcare. The education is cheap. Um, so it would feel irresponsible not to have like bring your kid home for maybe have it here so it has citizenship but for my own dreams my own dreams are here so it, i don't know i don't know but do you have the thought of like moving back there to be in a suburban environment with a grass type maybe, or, or, like, not it city? just depends on how successful i am you know if i have 
like if you if you make it you can live anywhere and just travel so you know you could live in ireland for you know you could live in ireland and travel out once a month you know so yeah you could live in paris all you want but that's not feasible right now would your boyfriend move there yeah yeah he said that he would you know it all depends on his career as well but like he's not opposed to it in the future is a good time to visit in the summer? Is it winter? Is it St. Patrick's Day? When do you visit? Um, not St. Patrick's Day anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you just want to get extorted but um, as an American. But Wait, what happens there uh, for Americans on St. Patrick's Day? Uh, no, no, I just feel like you guys like it a lot more than us. And for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. I'm not really a drinker in general. I much prefer smoking weed. Is weed legal there? No. Oh, no, no it's so not. So don't go to Ireland. Go to oh, Amsterdam. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'll go next door. Um, but no, the... I like for people who like St. Patrick's Day, New York is the place to be because that does all the like True, ridiculousness. It's like SantaCon, St. Patrick's Day. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. SantaCon uh, coming up. I forget what day it is, but definitely, definitely soon. Uh, so I worked one SantaCon behind a bar. Oh, no. It's just the worst. What type of bar? Uh, just like a bar that young people go to, just a and regular yeah, bar. Yeah, they wear those hats, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and they just get sick everywhere. It's like bar hop. It was disgusting. But um, no, I would say go in the summer because it's the best weather because it rains all the time. But the summer you'll be likely to get less ra- rain. But in Ireland, they always joke that they have four se- they can have four seasons in one day. So but I would say summer's the, summer's the best. Or Christmas because they do a lot. Like they put all the lights out for Christmas. And, you know, it's a country that really celebrates Christmas. So it's a fun time to go. You're talking about headlining places. Would you go down to places like Virginia or places like uh, Washington, D.C.? Where do you um, have ideas of touring? Yeah, I'll go anywhere just once it makes sense money wise. So I haven't really made a plan for the f- for the next for next year. Right now I'm going next place I'm going to is Poughkeepsie on Friday. Oh, wow. I don't even nice. say that. So it's, it's Poughkeepsie. It's also Poughkeepsie? the hardest spelling city, I think, I in, know. In, in the country. P-O-U-G-H-E-S-S. I know. Every time I spelled it on my Instagram story, I was like, I feel like I was impressed you pronounced it well, though. Oh, good. Poughkeepsie. So there, and then I have Hartford, and then that's kind of it for this, because then I'm going to Ireland. So I have to figure out after. But yeah. Oh, I'm going to Texas. And I know I'm going to Texas in March, but um. Yeah, I, I, I'll go anywhere. if it's my, The other thing is, though, when you work in the city, like I'm not headlining enough or not like I don't have a big enough crew. Like uh, I'm not successful enough to be making. I mean, you're killing it, though. I, you really are killing it. But continue. Well, thank you. But I mean, I'm not right now. I'm doing At the peak. Well, I'm doing good in the good enough in the city that I could do like, let's say, uh, if I can Poughkeepsie do Poughkeepsie and Hartford well no multiple spots in, at the weekend so if I go out and headline I'm still at the point where because I don't have like a big credit I can be taken advantage of a little bit um thankfully with the social media following that like helps a lot you know so but I have to make sure that I'm making enough to leave the city you know because you can run around the yes. city and make money in the city so it's kind of hard, yeah, well, to like... Yeah, totally minus the flight or train or yeah. the dinner out there, however much. Yeah, and then you're just doing 15-minute spots in the city. So I I try to keep it like I'll do like maybe one or two road gigs a month and then stay in the city the rest. So that's kind of... But yeah, I don't know. When you get bigger, it's obviously better because then you can make way more money. But yeah, I'm at that point now where I'm just sort of like still figuring it out. What's your favorite part of New York? Uh, I don't Maybe the people uh, The environment uh, You can say the comedy in, Like my favorite pr- place in New York Like my favorite I guess I, I live in place Chelsea now. 
So I love Chelsea. Chelsea's really nice. Did you go over to Little Island yet over there? I didn't really like that. It was I. Yeah, it's it kind of overrated. Just like it's, just overrated. Like, it's just like greenery on top of the water, kind of. And people are like, oh, it's a New York's hotspot. That yeah. little theater that they have. That looks cool. It's cool. cool. It does look cool. I wonder if they do shows there. Yeah, I think they do. We'll do it. Yeah, but I think, um, no, not that. I, I'm <laughs> I don't really, I don't have a favorite. Well, like, you go to the top of the Empire State Building. Did you go down to the top no, of the Freedom Tower? No, I don't Tower? do any of Did that. Did you do any tour? You've done any tour stuff? Just when people have come to visit. But no, yeah. I just love coffee shops. That's my favorite thing. So like there's a coffee shop across the street from me that I really like now. But I think always when I travel, I love going to coffee shops because I don't know, you just, they're kind of cute and comfortable and you can read or write. So yeah, so coffee shops. But like, I don't have a favorite area because like Williamsburg is cool. Mm. Uh, Story is amazing. Um, but yeah, or like, like all of New York is pretty fucking cool. So it's hard. That How do you drink your coffee? I like it iced with almond milk. So no two percent. No. Good, not from a cow. Not from We're a not cow. into dairy. I feel like nobody can really take. Da- I feel. I think everyone is lactose intolerant, right? People just like less so than others. Oh, well, I saw a TikTok that uh, the original pyramid, the food pyramid, the well, scientist. Right. Well, yeah, the scientists who did it, dairy wasn't in it. So the original scientists back, back, back long ago, dairy's not in it. But then that's not bad for consumerism. So they added dairy in and they put it like a lot. But they were, the original nutritionist said you actually don't need dairy to survive. And it's not actually that good for you. Growing so. up on a farm, what kind of animals did you interact with? Um, so I didn't technically grow up, but, but I would spend my weekends cause I would go down to my dad, but, um, uh, he, he, they've, my grandfather has cows, um, and he used to have sheep. So like would have a lot of lambs and, uh, my dad breeds horses and then they used to have chickens. Oh, they don't no have chickens way. anymore. So what did he do with the horses breeding them was, um, there's usually just like sells them then afterwards. So, and if you like, if you breed a horse with horses go by blood. So if you breed a horse with a horse that's won or a lot of races, then technically your horse, it's your pony more. should, should have like good breeding, good stock or whatever, which in like people, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, that's like white supremacist <laughs> shit yeah, right there. Yeah, literally. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, which, yeah. That, well, how much does a horse cost? Like a really good breeder horse. It could be anything. You could make like a couple of thousand to like millions off a horse. My dad, not he, he would never make that much off a horse. But that's like that's like proper breeders. He just does it like part time because he's also a policeman. And uh, is it like the horses that are the best are potentially the best racers type horse or like could be the prettiest or like sometimes he'll grow the horse and break it so that it's ready for show jumping and what does that mean? Break, break it, it means. I'm sure it means like break its soul or something, <laughs> but like, no, it means like train it. Like, like when you house train a dog, you are human training uh, a horse so that they're not going to kick the, kick the human or they're not going to like, like throw it off so that it's like able to have the saddle on it, have the bit in its mouth so that you can ride it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So just breaking. I got, yeah, I think it probably comes from like, like breaking break the horse's in, spirit. Right, right, like yeah, break yeah. it in, like breaking in a baseball glove. Exactly. Like a little looser. Do yeah, your dad yeah. still have that farm? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives, he lives on that and he still has horses. But I don't I think, I think they're probably more of a, it's more, probably more expensive to have them. I think it's more like a passion. Um, and there's like fun things you learn about growing up around horses. Like they don't like perfume. So that that drives them crazy or like cologne. Really? Yeah. So What would they do? They just, just like stay away from you? Yeah. Or they could kick you. So it's like known not to wear it if you're like going to be around horses. So I've never worn, I never wear perfume. 
even though I'm not around horses, it's just like I never really got attached to perfume or. And you know, like not to stand behind the horse, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like and I grew, you. I grew up riding horses as well. Oh, nice. Do you ever ride horses over here? No, I kind of got afraid at one point in my late teens and I just got like a bit nervous and you can't be afraid riding horses because if you get nervous, if you're nervous, you're a bad horse rider. You were never like a competitive type rider? No, I did show jumping a little bit as a kid. But yeah, just as I got older, I got aware of like my morality and heard like my my mother's psychotic and so she really mm-hmm. didn't like that i was riding horses because it was like something with my dad so she kept telling me as a kid do you know that superman fell off a horse and he has no he can't use his legs anymore so she would tell me all these things so eventually it like got me afraid well what what uh what story of superman was that just the original superman he that he fell off the horse in real life he fell off a horse and he has he is like spine dead or what's Oy. called i guess like uh paralyzed paralyzed yeah so how do you feel about the horses in freaking Central Park? I don't. They're fine. They're you don't. You don't. You don't mind what they're doing. You mean? I mean, like the carriages. Oh, like I thought you wise. meant. I, I thought you meant like. Am I afraid they're gonna attack me? I was like, yeah, no, I'm yeah, more afraid, afraid of the afraid. squirrels. <laughs> you're more afraid of the people getting yeah, to shoot you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'd be more afraid of the policemen than the than the than actual because we don't have our policemen don't have guns in Ireland, so oh, it's really? like very daunting to say. They just have the stick. Just the stick. It's not a gun culture. Oh man, and the taser um no i mean i think the taser just for certain policemen but yeah but probably with they some don't have guns yeah but it's like a more the police force is more community-based so it's like they translates to so it's guarda nishikana which translates to guardian of the peace because they wanted to step away from the type of british uh control and enforcement so even though i don't think british police have guns either i don't think so but um, but yeah, there was meant to be more like community based and like you're meant to like know your local policeman and stuff like that. So uh, did you ever get in trouble at home with one of those policemen? Yeah. Yeah. Because they thought I was high once I wasn't high. I just was really drunk and fell in a field of nettles. So I was like, like covered in like hives, kind of like poison ivy. Well, why did they think you were high? Because I'd been crying and my oh, eyes were so red and around. I was so drunk wow. and illegible or inaudible or whatever. Right. But um, no, the what they're doing, the horses in... Central, I don't really know what they're doing. What are they doing? I mean, they just have carriages attached to them and they look super exhausted like during the summer and dehydrated. Yeah. No, so it's that's awful. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not cool. Morality well, wise. They should do the bicycle. Yeah, yeah. They should have that guy uh, on the freaking bicycle. Those yeah. guys charge like $10 a minute. Wow. So no joke. That guy's making 200 bucks yeah. a freaking 20 minute ride. Good Blast for them. of that music. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. So Katie, before we get out of here, uh, let's shout out what you got going on coming up in the beginning of 2023 does that include uh harford connecticut as well no harford in um poughkeepsie is this month and then i have no idea really i have texas at some point in march and uh yeah i don't know i have to start booking out the new year so i guess just follow me in new york or ugh, follow me in new york on I, follow you in new york on ig let's pop it up we're popping up your instagram right here oh. so hold it oh hold cool. it. yeah wow, this there is you like go, so right? professional See, this is how we do it cgi behind the scenes good job ted oh jones God. popping it up uh so at uh, katie boyle comic and i have a podcast called the shift but um it's uh not we do dating relationship sort of stuff so and we can find that on through your instagram yeah, everything in my dates is in my link tree. So uh, also DM me where you are. I'll come perform there. And yeah, a lot of fun. Absolutely. Katie, me, thank you so sorry, much for coming hand, on wait, let me the Ted Jones World Podcast. Left-handed shake. Oh, it's a little sweaty from holding, the, holding the mic. All good, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.